Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. How many times have we, uh, we're away, you know, we're six months away from, well, about halfway, you know, we're six months away from the new year or six months until the new year. How, how many times, you know, when the new year rolls around, we all have resolutions. We all say, um, I want to lose weight. I want to get fitter. I want to eat better. Um, I want to stop smoking. I want to stop drinking. I want to do this. I want to do that. We all have goals. We all have resolutions um, that we set at the first of the year. What happens? What typically happens with those resolutions, those New Year's resolutions that we set? What usually happens? Um, probably the first month, January, we're pretty strong at it. If we're lucky, it might be the first week of January before it starts to go south. But if, if we're really doing good, it's probably the whole month of January and, and we probably find ourselves getting into February and starting to lose steam, lose momentum. And how many times have we gotten to the end of the year and started the next January and thought, well, that resolution didn't work. I guess I need to do that one again. And how many times do we do it year after year after year, whatever that resolution is, whether it's <clears throat> to lose lose pounds, eat better, not eat out as much, whatever it is. Typically, those will keep repeating themselves over and over and over because we, we set um, a goal, um, but we didn't necessarily break down what that goal was made of. You know, here's the outcome we um, we want to achieve, our New Year's resolution, but we don't take the time uh, to break that down. You know, let's say we're going to lose weight. We, our New Year's resolution is to lose weight. That's our goal. Uh, so we just start any, just start, we pick a diet and we might start exercising. And, you know, what happens after uh, a month? Maybe we lost two pounds and we get discouraged and go, well, that's not working. So I'm going to try a different diet, maybe. Or you just stop trying. Um, and you say, well, I've been going to the gym three days a week and I've been eating this and, and nothing's changed. Nothing. And so we get discouraged about because <clears throat> we're not making um, progress towards our end goal. But sometimes we need to focus more on the process than the outcome. I'm a big proponent of, um, and I used to be a daily weigher. I used to weigh on the scale daily. And that scale, um, I would allow it to determine how I felt that day, how my exercise and diet program were going. Well, I guess if I'd gained or didn't lose in 24 hours, then it's not working or, oh my gosh, I, you know, I, I lost three pounds overnight. It's working great. You know, we, it, it fluctuates and it doesn't give us a real representation of what we're doing on a daily basis because it fluctuates. Our weight fluctuates. Um, so then, then um, I started weighing, you know, once a week uh, so I could get a better idea because we're going to fluctuate every day. But if uh, I'm a consistent with the process daily, then those fluctuations are going to happen. But 
in seven days it should go down. And then sometimes I wouldn't, then I'd still let that seven day weigh in get me upset. You know, if it didn't go, I might've thought it should have went down three or four pounds because I had a great week, uh, but it only went down a pound. Like, well, nothing's working. So I might as well just stop it. I'd let it discourage me and, 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 um, kind of tell me how my progress was when, um, I knew it was going better than that. And so then, then I went to, uh, to a, a monthly weigh in. Um, and then, uh, now, um, we're in, um, I was just, just discussing this the other day, um, that I, we're in middle of the year, we're in June. And I think I've weighed one time this year, um, because, I know if, if things aren't, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not outcome based. Um, I'm not focused on the outcome. I'm focused on the, the process. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, how, how do we, how do we focus on the process instead of how, instead of focusing on the outcome? There was a, uh, a coach, a uh, former coach, um, Bart Lundy. He coached, uh, top, uh, Division two men's basketball team at Queens University. Uh, and an interesting thing, he talked about that there was, in, in his program, there were four key stats um, of the game of basketball that that impacted whether or not they won games. Um, you, you know, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about basketball, but I want you to think about how this applies to life too. Um, the, the first one was the first uh factor, the first thing, key stat, was different turnover differential. So uh, if they had more possessions than the opponent, then that would give them a better chance to win. Um, if, if they, the second thing is if they, um, the offensive rebound differential. So in other words, if they could rebound their own misses and take more shots um, than the opponent, that again gave them better chances of winning. And then the, the third thing that they noticed on the key stats was the free throws attempted, uh, the highest percentage of shots per possession. Um, if, if they could take more than their opponent, um, they could, they would have win, uh, have more wins. And the fourth one was, um, the three pointers attempted. And the interesting thing is that, uh, he noticed that when those four key stats, when they came out on top on all those four stats, they won 97% of their games, 97% of their games. So, you know, he talked about what do you think Coach Lundy talked and his staff talked about before each practice in each game? They didn't necessarily talk about um, winning championships and trophies. No, they talked about those four key stats. Because they knew if they took care of those four key stats of turnovers, uh, offensive rebounds, free throws, uh, three points attempt, they were, they were going to win at a 97% rate. They had to focus on the things they had control over. So the same thing is true with us. What if, uh, we focused on the three or four things that are going to make that outcome happen. So we're, we're going to go, we'll go back to weight loss. Um, so for me, um, now I'll kind of bring about my 30 day obsession and how that was different, um, than everything else. So for years, um, ever since I started trying to lose weight, I was always focused on, um, focused on the number, the number on the scale, 
uh, determined how I felt, what I did, um, until just really about four years ago. Um, it always um, dictated how I felt and how my program was going. And so about three years ago, three and a half years ago, um, I was listening to a podcast and he talked about um, changing the temperature, turn up the temperature and thermostat and, and, and just some things within that uh, resonated with me. And so I developed the 30-day fitness obsession. And I took, um, I looked to what are the areas that are going to affect my outcome? Of course, it was exercise, diet, um, and, and rest. Those were the three things that were going to affect my outcome. Um, my outcome, uh, the first time I did, I wanted to lose, you know, I think I put maybe 10 pounds, um, f- for that month, but, but that wasn't, but instead of weighing every week, I was going to weigh at, at the beginning of the 30 day obsession at the end of the 30 day obsession, I made a, made a chart and I, I had, um, what my exercise looked like daily for seven days a week. You know, what did I have a rest day? Did I, you know, what did it look like all detailed out? And then I had my food mapped out. For those 30 days, what did it look like? What did the meals look like? What days, um, different meals, things like that. Um, what did my rest look like? And then on mine, I added um, just a few things to focus on, maybe two or three different things to focus on. Maybe it was um, to focus on um, being more intentional with my bedtime. Maybe it was to focus on um, taking a nap uh, midday, just 20 minutes. Maybe it was to focus on something to read or listen to that would motivate me throughout the day. Uh, j- just a couple things that would focus that I'd focus on. And each time I do the 30 day obsession, it, it changes. Um, but that, but that month, that first 30 days, I was more focused on the process because I had broken down the process that would help me get to the outcome. So I wasn't focused on the outcome. I was, I was focused. Okay. What does Monday look like? Okay. Monday looks like this workout, this cardio, um, this food. Okay. I need to, I need to, that needs to be on point. These snacks. Um, I need to get a little bit more rest. Here's what I need to do on this day. And so I was focused on the, the process of that 30 day obsession. And at, at the end of the month, I weighed in and, and I think that, that the first time I did it, I lost, um, 11 or 12 pounds that month. Uh, and, and a couple percentages of body fat. But the interesting thing was the, the food, the exercise was nothing, uh, nothing really crazy or wild. It wasn't, um, anything really different than I've ever done before. But what it was, was it was dialed in intentional, um, what meals, what time I was going to eat them, what days I was going to eat them, what time I was going to exercise, what type of exercises. All that was just dialed in and focused on um, the process. I had done all those things, but every, but and what I found out was that through that 30 days, I, I worked harder because I, the scale wasn't dictating what I did. I felt good about the food I ate. I felt good about the exercise I was doing. I felt good about the things I was focusing on. So there wasn't a scale telling me what I was doing right or wrong based on a number. It was my feeling like, man, I feel really good because I I got all my food in. I did what I was supposed to. I followed my plan. I followed the process. I got all my exercise in. I feel really strong today. And I wake up the next day not waiting to see what the scale tells me, whether I did good or bad the previous day, because I start out already knowing I did good because I hit 
all my all the things I'd written down on my paper that I that I had designed for myself, and I hit all those. And then the next day I did the same thing. And the next day I did the same thing. And from that very first time, a few years ago when I did the 30-day obsession, I've done it um, six or seven times now. And and each time I do it, I focus on the process. Yes, some of those things change. Uh, some of my exercises, some of my foods, um, some of my, my focus points, uh, calories and macros change a little bit. But the thing is, I work on focusing on the process of the 30-day obsession. What's the process? Because... Just like uh, Coach Lundy at Queen's University, they when they hit when they work on those those four key stats, winning comes naturally. Winning comes at ninety seven percent when they take care of those four things. So I found the same to be true for me was when I take care of those that exercise and meals and those focus points, my outcome of weight loss is 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 going to happen because I've I, I hit all those things that are required to help me lose weight, to help me lose body fat percentage, to help me feel better. And, and and I've repeated that time after time after time. There hasn't been any time that I've done my 30-day obsession. Um, and, and like I said, I've done it, you know, six, seven times over the last three, three and a half years. There hasn't been a time that I don't end that month less weight, less body fat. It has happened over and over and over because the processes is what I'm focused on. The process of the daily things, when those are followed, the outcome will be automatic. The outcome will happen without me worrying about the outcome. Um, so, you know, to me for, for weight loss for so many years, um, I've, I've struggled with it. Um, and for the first time in my mid forties, um, I have a good handle on it because I, I used to weight used to go up and down and I've realized, and this goes to a lot of different things, but, um, I use my experience with weight is that when I focus, okay, you know, if I'm not trying to lose any weight right now, I just kind of want to maintain, I know I still have to eat good every day. Most of the days, at least 90% of the time might be a weekend or two that I, that I have meals and all that, that probably aren't the best for me, but I know I can get back on. I know, you know, I have to eat good that day. I know I need, for me, I need to get up and do some fasted cardio in the morning. I need to lift some weights. So I know the things, the process that I have to follow to now maintain. I know that I focus more on that on a daily basis. And I know when I focus that on a daily basis in a couple months, few months next year, I'm going to be about the same weight unless I really try to dial in and want to lose some more. But I know the process of what it takes to maintain where I'm at. And, um, and, and so how do we focus on the process that outcome may not be weight loss for you? First of all, in what area, what does winning look like for you? It, it all looks different for, um, for each of us. So that's the first thing is first, you have to decide what does it look like for you. For me, in that aspect, it was weight loss. Maybe it's um, maybe you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Maybe it's to build a business. Um, you know, having Synergy Fitness. That's a business. How do I how do I build that? I know there's some processes, and and yes, I have some goals and all that. But when I break that down, some of those processes are taking care of my members, 
okay, well, how do I do that on a daily basis? What do I do? What's the process of that? Maybe, maybe for you, it's, it's maybe to um, be in a better relationship. Maybe it's to um, be a, a, a better spouse or a better significant other, whatever it is. Okay. That's my goal. Okay. What are the processes? Um, maybe it's to have a good marriage. Okay. Well, here, here's the outcome I want, we want of, as our marriage. Okay. So what's the process to get there? What does that look like on a daily basis? Um, what does that look like um, on a Monday? What does that look like on a Wednesday? What does that look like on a Saturday night? What do those things look like that we don't have to worry about? Oh, I hope in five years we have a good marriage. What does it take on a daily basis? Maybe it's, it's communication. Maybe it's um, weekly or monthly date nights. Uh, maybe it's having dinner uh, one night a week together at home that you cook, whatever that is, maybe it's family night, What, um, whatever winning looks like to you in the different areas of your life. That is for you to decide what that looks like, uh, what winning looks like. And then then once, once you've decided what does that look like for me in whatever area, whether it's business, uh, family, relationship, um, uh, friends, uh, personal life, whatever winning looks like. Decide that for yourself. Write that down. And then whatever, wherever you're looking at that at, what, whatever winning looks like to you, what are the measurable building blocks that will get you there? So what, you know, if, if we just say, I'm going to uh, go to the gym some, I said, well, go back to losing weight. I'm just going to go to the gym some. Is some measurable? No. When I did my 30-day obsession, fitness obsession, I had, you know, what cardio I was going to do for how long I had the workout listed. What, you know, what, what muscle group was it going to work? What exercise was it going to do? When it came down to food, I had how many ounces, how many cups, what time of day, all those were measurable. So I knew if I measured out the food, if, if, uh, I ate that many meals, if I worked out and did my 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes of cardio, whatever it was at this time of day, um, in fasted state, all those things were going to work. So all those had to be measurable. So I know if I was scheduled to do a 45-minute cardio session and I did 20, well, I didn't make that my goal in that process because that wasn't, that wasn't what I wrote down. So what are the measurable building blocks that will get you there? How can you tell if, um, if you're getting better? Maybe, maybe if you want to have a stronger marriage, you say, okay, we're going to um, have some date nights. Okay, again, how is some measurable? Some is not measurable. We're going to have one date night a month. We're going to go out um, for a, a weekend getaway um, every two months, once every two months on the second Saturday of the month, whatever that is. But it has to be measurable where you look at it and you go, I did do that or I didn't do that. Because you could say uh, some was, well, we, we grabbed... Um, we grab went through the drive through and and we're eating on the way uh, to a basketball game on our kids basketball game. So that was a date night because it was like seven o'clock at night. So I think that was a date night that could be considered some. But what is we have to put it in detail what the process was. Coach Lundy had had it in detail of what did turnovers look like? What have all offensive rebounds look like? What did free throws attempted look like? What did three pointers attempted look like? They they worked on those processes. Same is true that you could measure those um, if, if they were measurable. So what is it that is a measurable building block for you that you can measure whether or not um, 
you did it or did not do it, and at what at what degree. Um, again, sum is not a measurable thing. And then the third thing is so so first we got we have to uh, see what winning looks like to us. And then the next thing is what are the measurable building blocks that will get you there to that winning that outcome that goal um, that New Year's resolution. And then the third thing is we focus on those building blocks. So once we write that goal, that um, outcome we want to achieve, and we, we've decided what our measurable building blocks are, we don't worry about the outcome anymore. We now turn our focus <clears throat> on those building blocks. What are those measurable building blocks that will, will take us to our outcome? Now, there may be, let's say you have a goal in a month and, and, and you didn't quite hit that goal. Okay, that, that's okay. What can you change in your process that will hit your goal next time? Again, not focusing on the goal, but focusing on the process. And when we focus on those building blocks and we just keep, for me, I focused on Monday's food, Monday's exercise, Monday's um, focus points, the next day, Tuesday. I wasn't worried about the end of the month, the last day of the month when I was going to weigh in again. Same thing is true. If we focus on if if it's to improve marriage relationship, then we, we focus on, okay, Tuesday night is date night. We're going to make that happen. Whatever we need to do, we're going to make that happen. So we just worry about that building block because we know that it'll be taken care of as we work on those building blocks. Now, did we get... Were we close to where we wanted to be? Were we far away from where we wanted to be when we when we there was time for that goal? Then the next time we can adjust our processes. And, and sometimes we think um, it's all or nothing. Well, I didn't make the goal, so I'm a failure. No, think about all the things you learned while you're focusing on your building blocks. What can you change next time? What experiences did you have? It doesn't just because we didn't hit our goal. So I think so many times we're led to believe that we set a goal and, you know, let's say, let's say it's 10 pounds. Okay. We'll just use weight again. Let's say, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. And how many times at the end of the month? Well, I only lost eight pounds. And you're, and you might be down about it, but that was eight pounds that you lost. You may not hit 10, but you, through the processes and working on your building blocks, you might have realized, oh, I need to do this a little bit different. Or I was a little lax uh, in this area or that area. So next time you go, okay, I'm going to really kind of pay attention to that. Um, and what's something that I can be, then I can measure that one a little bit more that I had some trouble with. And so, and if, and if we're not pushing those goals, if we're hitting our goals every time, every single time, maybe we're not setting our goals high enough. Do we feel good about it? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what if I set my goal at two pounds a month? And you know, for me, maybe that's, for some people that might be, man, that's kind of tough, but maybe for me, it's pretty easy. And I hit it every time, every time. Yeah. I mean, we're going to lose 24 pounds over the year, but, but could I do more? Could I do better? Instead of saying, maybe I could lose eight if I worked really hard. Um, You know, maybe if, if we're working on a relationship and we say, well, you know, I'm going to say one nice thing a week. Okay, well, yeah, you say it, but you feel and you feel good about yourself and you hit it. But did you really move the relationship in any direction that you wanted to go? What are some real 
um, building blocks that, and, and when you think of Legos, I always think of the big fat Legos. You know, when you stack them, when you stack two or three on top of each other, you get a pretty big structure pretty quick. So think about that, you know, and we've all played with the little bitty Legos that, you know, have that are so small, you can barely grab them. What happens when you stack a couple of those? Well, they don't, I mean, they don't stack quite as fast and as high as the big old fat Legos. So think about your building blocks or what's some of the big fat Legos that I can stack on each other and you really start to see some progress towards your outcome. And, and I really want to challenge you to be more process focused rather than outcome focused. Set the outcome. What does it look like for you? What are some measurable, measurable building blocks? And then focus on those building blocks. And just like Coach Lundy and his team at, at Queens University, that outcome is going to be, it's going to happen because your processes are there. You're going to win. Um, we hope it's 100% of the time, but it's probably not. Um, if, if we have a 97% win, winning uh, percentage every time we set that outcome and we use those building blocks, 97% is pretty good. 95% is pretty good. 90% is pretty good. But then the next time, how can I make it a little bit better? How can I add, you know, how can I make it 91%, 92%, 93%? So dial in on the process. What's your outcome? Write it down. Focus on that process. And that process might be hourly, might be daily, might be weekly, might be monthly. It all may look a little different. But focus on that process and make the outcome automatic because you worked on the process. Hey, we'll see y'all next time. And as I tell my wife, Kim, every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.